Welcome to the Give Light Podcast, a journey of trust and healing, leading us all closer and deeper into the heart of Jesus. I've been praying a lot recently with the book in the Bible, the Acts of the Apostles. And especially right now, we're in the Easter season, so it's even in our liturgies every day. We hear from the Acts of the Apostles during Mass, and we hear these great things that the followers of Jesus were doing after the resurrection. And one person that comes up a lot in the Acts of the Apostles is St. Peter. So he was the first pope. He was one of the twelve apostles. Jesus called him in a very special way, and he continued to do great things in the name of Jesus after Jesus' resurrection. And there's two stories that I always think of when I think of healing and St. Peter. And one is, there's a, a line in the Acts of the Apostles where it says, People were sitting on the road in hopes that Peter's shadow would come over them and they would be healed. So just that's just Peter walking by and his shadow falling on them. And his shadow, by, by being under his shadow, they were healed. And we know it's not the shadow, it's not Peter, it's Jesus healing through Peter and the people's faith and expectant faith that Jesus could heal them through through this very small act that nothing really happened you know that you would nothing out of the ordinary at all happens another quote that I, I just read um, the other day when I was praying with scriptures there was it's in the book of Acts chapter 9 and it said there's a follower of well I don't know if it said there's a follow there was a man whose name was Aeneas and he had been um, paralyzed or crippled for eight years and was in bed and couldn't couldn't get up couldn't get out of bed and Peter came to him and all Peter said to him was Aeneas Jesus Christ heals you and then the man got up and walked and was fine Peter didn't do anything extravagant. He said everything that really matters. The phrase that he said sums up everything. And we could put our name in place of this man's name. So Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. But I could put my name and read it and say, Sister Andrew, Jesus Christ heals you. Or put your name, whatever your name is, Jesus Christ heals you. And that's it. (laughs) I could just end this episode there, but I want to say a little more. So Jesus Christ is the healer. Jesus Christ is the divine physician. Who heals Jesus? We know this. So what's our role? What's my role? What's your role in all of this? Each of our roles, my role, your role, anybody is to be assistance to the divine position. That's how we bring about healing in our world today. We assist Jesus. I was at a 
an event one time and I heard somebody speaking about healing prayer, um, inner healing prayer. It was Dr. Bob Schutz was speaking and someone asked him um, something like, well, who can heal? You know, like who can, who can do this ministry? Cause, cause not everybody goes around praying for people to, to be healed. And Dr. Bob Schutz said, anyone can heal because anyone can love. And so, because <laughs> that's basically what it is, right? Love, Jesus is love, God is love. It makes me think of that old psalm, though. This is even before my time, maybe in the 80s. Um, there was a psalm that said, what's love got to do with it? So you might think when you hear that, what does love have to do with it? We say often, and it's on cards and everything, that God is love. We hear it a lot. And for me personally, for a long time, I would kind of cringe when people would offer that phrase for whatever reason. I knew it was true, like objectively, it, God is love. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the point. And he wants to bring us into full communion with him, which is completely, it's love. It's to be loved completely. I went to 12 years of Catholic school, and we would joke by the time we got to high school that for our religion classes, we could put down an answer. If we didn't know an answer to something, we could put down Jesus is love or God is love, and it would be the right answer because who could, who could deny that? <laughs> of course, we weren't always right, and the teacher wanted specific answers, but I think that's why I had such a hesitation to the phrase because it was kind of used as a joke. You know, if you didn't know what to say in religion class, you could say, oh, God is love. He loves you. And and that would suffice, kind of, or so we thought. But it's not a joke. God is love. And anyone can heal because anyone can love. And Thomas Aquinas would say, to love someone is to will their good. Like, you want what is good for them. So if someone isn't well and needs healing, if someone is broken and needs healing, if someone is hurting and needs healing, if we love them, we want to bring about fullness to them. We want to bring about communion to them. We want their good. So it really does come back to love. <laughs> and experiencing God's love brings us into deeper communion with him. And we also find in healing, we're brought into deeper communion with him. So they're not separate things. I've heard a quote before. I'm talking about a lot of quotes this time, but, but they're all really good and I feel like they're all connected. There was a quote that said, evangelization is one beggar telling another beggar where the bread is. Which is true. We want to tell people about the goodness of God, about his truth. And it's like if there was a starving person and they found bread, and they knew another person that was equally as hungry, they would go tell them where they found this bread. Because it's the best news that they would have at that moment. But in this quote, I feel like I could even replace the word evangelization with 
being an assistant to the divine physician. So that's all we're doing to be assistants to Jesus as the healer. It's like one beggar telling another beggar where the bread is. It's sharing what has happened in our lives with the hope that it can happen in others' lives. And I, even the reason I even started recording these talks, these podcasts, is that Jesus has healed things in my life. He continues to heal things in my life, to go deeper and deeper and bring me more fully into communion with him, into relationship with him. And if that's all that people glean from this, that healing is possible, then praise God. That's the point. That's all I want to share, is that Jesus heals, and he wants to heal you. I want to be as brave as St. Peter. I think of him as brave when he would go up to someone and say, Jesus Christ heals you. I don't know if I would do that, but I hope that I will. And it would be selfish, just like it would be selfish for the hungry person to just keep all the bread for themselves, right? Like, you can do that. You can receive great gifts, either physically, like great monetary gifts, or physical gifts, or you can receive great healing from the Lord. And that's wonderful. That's good. But then... Do I just keep it all for myself? Or, because this thing is so good, I can't not talk about it. <laughs> is that That's like a double negative or whatever, but I, I have to talk about it. I have to talk about this thing. I have to talk about this great thing. And it's like if you've ever been around someone that's, that's totally in love with someone, right? Like, probably even like newlyweds or they're new in a relationship and, and the person's just completely in love with, with their significant other and they continually talk about them. And, you know, I remember this happening often in, like, high school or college. You know, when you're young, you kind of think these things more um, dramatically, I guess. <laughs> um, and sometimes it would be like, okay, there, there the person goes again. But when you really think about it, it's a beautiful thing. It's like they're in love, and they, they have to talk about the person they're in love with. In in a good, beautiful way. So, Jesus has healed me and brought me deeper into communion with him, deeper into his mystery of love. And because of that, I want to talk about him. And it's not just because I'm a sister. It's not just, yeah, because that's what we do. But for anybody, for anybody that has encountered the love of Jesus in this way, where he has come to you and and brought you peace and filled you in ways that you know couldn't be from your own doing, you know, has, has healed your hurts and your traumas even. And that's what he's healed in my life. That's what he is continually healing in my life. Things that happened to me sometimes as a child that colored everything, the way I lived and the way I thought I was perceived by people. And Jesus has, is healing that, little by little. 
He's healing my identity from everything that society tells me it should be. And he's reminding me of the truth that I am his and he has me and he wants me to be in fuller communion with him. I've experienced his peace and love in deep places of hurt in my life. And I know other people who have experienced the same. When we can finally bring these pains, these things that we carry around with us to Jesus and offer them to him and ask him to show us where he was in that, if it's a memory or something, and we let him speak to us there, it doesn't necessarily change the bad thing that happened or the traumatic thing that happened or the thing that hurt. It still might hurt. But it's like he goes into our wound and he's able to put his peace there. Just as Peter says to the man who was crippled, Jesus Christ heals you. That was an obvious healing. He was crippled and then he could walk. But as I've said before, I think a lot of us are quote-unquote crippled internally, so to speak. We carry around whatever you want to call it, baggage or trauma or whatever. Um, and trauma can be like a little thing or a big thing. It doesn't have to be some huge big thing in your life. A traumatic event can be seemingly little, but it colors everything else about your life. It makes you think you're not good enough or that you'll never be good enough or whatever it is. And Jesus comes to those deep places and he brings his light and his peace. So just as Peter said to the man, Jesus Christ heals you, I want to say that to each of you now. Jesus Christ heals you in whatever way you need his healing. We take a moment and we think, we ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind one way, one aspect of our life that needs healing. And if it's little or big, it doesn't matter. Whatever the Holy Spirit brings, we ask him to show us that now. And it could be, maybe there's anger, you know, in your heart. There's deep anger or deep hatred or even self-contempt or anything, anything like that. Whatever's coming up. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you if any memories are connected with it. If there's something that happened in your life that made you feel this way. So, for example... If I feel that I, no one ever pays attention to me, that sounds weird, but like no one ever sees me, right? I'm just kind of forgotten. Um, my opinion doesn't matter. And it hurts. That hurts deeply. Maybe the memory that will be shown to me is when I was in high school, you know, my group of friends all of a sudden just 
stopped talking to me because stuff like that happens in high school, you know, or junior high, whatever it is. And from that moment on, I, I just felt forgotten. Whatever it is. So you ask Jesus if there's a memory that's connected to this, these feelings of hurt. And I ask Jesus to show you, to show us where he was in that memory, what he wants to say to you in that memory. And I ask him to speak those words to you now. And if you don't have a memory, that's fine. Just ask Jesus to be with you, to give you his peace. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that anything that's holding us back from receiving him, that it be gone. Any fears we have, anything we're holding on to, we can let it go. I pray that Jesus can fill us all with his spirit, with his love. Anything that's not leading us to him, may it be taken out of us now. And may that space be filled with his peace and love. So as St. Peter says, we can each say to somebody else, to ourselves even, Jesus Christ heals you. And I would bring it one step further even and say, Jesus Christ is healing you. And it's a process. And in prayer, more memories might come up or more instances might come up where you feel you need to bring that to Jesus. It happens to me all the time, often. <laughs> Or something will happen in my life that causes me to to feel a certain way, and that's not the truth. We know the truth is that Jesus doesn't want us to go around, you know, feeling inadequate or forgotten or unloved or angry all the time. I mean, there is a place for anger if something has been done wrong against someone that's justified, but how we act out of it. So each of those times is an invitation to us. It's not an invitation that it's not a reminder that we're weak or something, which is what I thought for a long time, but it's it's an invitation to go deeper into the heart of Jesus. To receive more healing. It's like layers, layers of healing that go deeper and deeper. So I invite you whenever you listen to this, if you can take some time of prayer and think of something. You ask Jesus to show you something that needs healing in your life. And ask what memories might be associated with that feeling or the, that judgment or whatever it is. And invite Jesus into that memory and see what he says to you about it. Or see how, sometimes you don't feel any words, but, but you would feel a peace or a joy or just, sometimes I feel even physically like lighter. You know, and that's, that's from the Lord. That's from the Holy Spirit. And it's a big gift. So I pray for all of you. And I pray that we can each remind each other that Jesus heals. And that Jesus Christ is healing us. Have a good day and God bless you.